Good morning. KSL News Time is 6 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. Republican presidential candidate uh, Nikki Haley is going to be in Utah today to try and rally support ahead of Super Tuesday. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. Your voice, your vote 2024. Adam? Amanda Haley will be holding a rally at Utah Valley University this afternoon starting at about 1230. We don't know yet what she plans to focus on in her message, but we know she'll be looking to swing some Utah Republican voters to her corner. According to a Deseret News Hinckley Institute of Politics poll conducted last month, nearly half of registered Republican voters in Utah said if the primary were held today, they would vote for former President Donald Trump, while just 22 percent said they would vote for Haley, while noting at the time Ron DeSantis was still in the race. Utah is the fifth state Haley is visiting since Sunday as she looks to gain some ground on the former president ahead of Super Tuesday. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Super Tuesday, of course, coming up next week, but the two major parties in Utah are taking opposite approaches to how voters choose their presidential nominee. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston continues our live team coverage. Your voice, your vote, 2024. Peter? Tim, state Republicans and Democrats are going to have a caucus night next Tuesday. But while any registered voter can walk into the Democratic event, only registered Republicans can participate at theirs. State GOP Chair Robert Axon spoke with me a couple months ago, and he says that this is about building community among Republicans. These caucuses are neighborhoods coming together to have discussions and to elect delegates and to engage on issues. And we believe that that is a place of strength when we're building community within the state of Utah. Now, Democratic Chair uh, Diane Lewis chose me, told me that she chose the state's method of a regular primary ballot. Ours will be all by mail. There will be other primaries coming up, including the United Utah Parties, which will fall on the same day, and the Constitution Party, which will be happening in April. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Voters in Michigan cast their primary election ballots last night. ABC's Lionel Moise has the results. Tens of thousands of Democrats, instead of voting for President Biden, chose to cast their ballots as uncommitted. Many of them Arab American voters who say Biden has been too lenient on Israel in its war with Hamas amid a growing civilian death toll in Gaza. A movement to secure at least 10,000 uncommitted votes vastly exceeded expectations. The question now, will the this primary protest vote in Michigan threatened Biden in the general election. Former President Trump won the Republican vote, but Nikki Haley is vowing to stay in the race through at least Super Tuesday. I'm going to guess more people are talking about this this morning. <laughs> However, it's a big talker. The BYU men's basketball team celebrating a historic win after they upset seventh-ranked Kansas inside Allen Fieldhouse. Victorious! The Cougs have won it! 76 to 68. BYU play-by-play man Greg Rubel with a call on the waning seconds of a huge BYU win over the number seven Kansas Jayhawks, 76-68 last night. Guard Richie Saunders to KSL News Radio's BYU insider Mitch Harper on the heroic team effort in hostile territory. We really just fought together. We fought for each other because not a lot went our way, and there was not a lot going on for us in this gym, right? But. We just did it together. Next up, the Cougs host TCU on Saturday, pregame at 6, tip off at 7, here on the home of BYU basketball. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. Richie's sounding a little like Coach Pope there in that <laughs> quote. Uh, Kansas, by the way, had won 19 straight home games until last night. So, what do college kids do when their team pulls a huge upset on the road? They stand outside the airport in freezing temperatures, waiting for their team to get home. <laughs> Is that so awesome? Yeah. 
That is the sound just after BYU's charter flight landed at the Provo Airport at about 2.30 a.m. this morning. Yeah, there's going to be some blurry eyes, I think, in the classroom today. The 22nd-ranked Utah State Aggies. Aggies were also on the road last night facing the Fresno State Bulldogs. Utah State had to make a late comeback in that game, but a last-second three-point heave actually went in, sending the game to OT. The Aggies then pulled off the overtime win to stay at the top of the Mountain West. First look traffic now. And back over to you, Andy. Amanda, travel through the valley has been good on I-15. So far, so good on 215. We're starting to see some heavy traffic on Mountain View. Uh, We've got some heavy traffic along Highway 89 at intersections as you go north, Fruit Heights into Layton. Uh, And uh, people just starting to wake up, but better road conditions today than yesterday, especially in Utah County. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL Weather Now with Matt Johnson. Those temperatures start going up today. That means 47 for us today when yesterday's high was 35. Nice rebound, anywhere from 10 to 12 degrees with sunny skies today. Uh, High pressure will move off to the east. That usually opens the door for southerly flow. So we'll be breezy tomorrow, 58, mostly sunny. And we should see a high near 60 on Friday before the next storm system arrives on Saturday. 180 skiers had to be hoisted down from a malfunctioning ski lift at Bryan Head. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live with more. Michael? Yeah, Amanda, I've always wondered what you're supposed to do if you get trapped on a broken ski lift, and turns out it's not doing a trust fall. Anyway, Ski Patrol spent two hours working their way down one of the lifts for the Giant Steps run. They used ropes and harnesses to get everyone off and down safely, so there were no injuries. Now, on top of that, it looks like the response from our guests was overwhelmingly positive with little complaint. Now, since then, the lift's been repaired and is back up and running. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. I've always wondered what I would do yeah. while I'm sitting on the lift. I guess you just eat your power bar and right. wait. Exactly. The Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square performed their third concert in the Philippines last night and were joined by a Filipino Broadway singer, Leah Salonga, and a Filipino youth choir. KSL-TV's Dan Rascone was there. Filipinos were in awe as a choir sang in Tagalog, their native language. A once-in-a-lifetime night many Filipinos will never forget. Well, it was an emotional moment for sure. The choir has one more performance in the Philippines before they come home. It is Girl Scout cookie season, but changes to packaging have some customers complaining about shrinkflation. Cookie season for the Girl Scouts of Utah started back in January, with online sales starting earlier this month. Starting March 15th, cookie booths will start showing up at stores and other places. But a report on the U.S. Sun website cites social media posts where people are complaining that the packages have changed and the contents has shrunk. Most of the Girl Scout cookies being sold here in Utah are going for $5 a package. That seems cheap to me. Smaller box, fewer cookies. Yeah. I need some old Samoans <laughs> is what I need.